Hey guys, you are listening to the Coinmon podcast, a place where you can learn new things about the crypto space directly from the leaders and founders in the space. This podcast is our latest offering alongside our long-running medium publication that offers tons of educational content on different crypto products and other trading-related products. This is your host Akash. So on our podcast today, we have Julian and Louise who are the co-founders and builders of Super Algos, an open-source trading intelligence network where traders can come together, share information, signals, monetize their work and use these signals to trade them via a freely available bot. Hello Julian, Luis, welcome to the podcast. Nice to be here and learn from you guys. Hello, hello. Nice to be here. Thank you for having us. Right. So let's let's get into it, you know, just quick introduction. How about we start with a little bit of a background on the company, how you guys got into this and why you guys why you guys focused on the quant side of things apart from so many other things that are happening in crypto okay um we're we are brothers we, we've been working together for more than 20 years from now we are entrepreneurs and we, we, we have been doing many different projects through our lives so we enter into the crypto world like 2013 um, i made my, my first crypto project by them um, unrelated to this one, this is the second one. And by 2018, we started together uh, with Julian and a friend called Andreas, that is a professional trader. We started with the idea of automating trades, trading in order to use it first for ourselves. Then the idea evolved. Some more people start joining us, friends, and then we start building this this project that is growing until. Until today, we are four years into it. Our background is on mine is uh, I am a developer, entrepreneur, and a long time ago I was doing banking systems, and and Julian does the management of of the projects usually. Got it. That's that's super interesting. So let us start project itself so i saw a lot of interesting things i was checking out a little bit of it when i was doing some background research on you guys so i see that it's an open source trading platform which is quite different from all the other algorithmic trading options that exist so i guess i'd like to start off with asking why is your approach so drastically different from everything else in the algorithmic trading market and why did you guys choose to do it this way well, I guess the answer is because we didn't do it for somebody else. We did it for ourselves. And that's how we would like a software to be. And, and not only on the trading side aspect of the project, but also on the, on the values of the software. For example, I hate software that collects information. So this does, does not do that and that's, doesn't have that business model. Uh, I hate advertisement on software, so we are not putting advertisement. Uh, we are not requesting people personal information when it's not needed, like logins and all this. And that reflects also on the trading side. We build a system that it would work for us and for our friends, for our family. And that's how it, this evolved. And when you remove the need to make something a product that is profitable, then things 
develop in a different way and the resulting product is different. The main reason probably is because this is not designed to make to make profit out of selling licenses or extracting value from the users, but it's user-centric. It means that, uh, it means exactly that. It, it's a software that you can run or you can design as many bots as you want. You can backtest as many times as you want. You can live trade with as many instances of your bot as you want. You can download data from as many exchanges as you like. You can install the software in as many machines that you have. Uh, and th there is a lot of power when you remove all the limits. And as we build the software for ourselves, then we didn't need any of these limits. And that's how we, how we design it and, and how we open source it. And now it continues in the essence of the, of the product itself. So it's quite different because it's all about power. At one point, we have to decide if we were going to make something that is easy to use. But we realized that automating trading is not something easy. It's probably not for everybody too, because not everybody can handle the complexity. So in the end, the software is not like the most easy software to use, but is indeed the most powerful because it allows you to do anything without limits and without constraints, without arbitrary rules. It's exactly that. Interesting. So, um, so you mentioned the software is completely free to use and it's open source. Anybody can download it. But then, what's the what's the incentive for people to use software in the first place? Like, so so you have you're building a network, right? And that's basically where the value is coming from. Like, I'm trying to understand the any economic model that that you have in place. If it's not licensing, if it's not um, if it's not subscription, then how exactly are you guys doing to free, well, yeah, uh, free yes. software for everyone's benefit? Yes, for that you need to understand the, the yeah the kind of the vision of the project, what we are building, because Superalgos is on one side is is an open source software, okay, and on the other side is a community that is incentivized by a token, okay. So we we have a token for the project. And the difference with, with other tokens of other projects like Bitcoin, Ethereum, or many others is that the token in our case is not issued for securing our network, but it's issued for paying for uh, or, or incentivizing contributors. So essentially, in, say in other words, you mine the token by contributing to the project, right? So replace the, the mining machines of Bitcoin, Ethereum, or many others with humans that they mine the token by doing something valuable for the project itself. Most uh, during the first years of, of the project, this valuable thing was coding, right? Because there is a lot of things to code here and we haven't finished yet. We are around 70% of what we have in plans. But contribution is shifting now towards other activities, some marketing activities, and some creating trading intelligence with the tools that are already there. And in the near term, when our network is, uh, is released, then it will be about providing signals for others to consume. So in a nutshell, to answer the question more precisely, 
everybody here is a contributor and, and every contributor is getting tokens. So the only business is holding the token and hoping the token is going to appreciate over time. And then you will make a profit for, for the tokens you have, right? And essentially we are all aligned in the same in the same direction and pushing in the same direction that is creating the best possible software for everybody to use. And that's how, and that's the answer of how we can do it for free uh, because we are getting incentivized by the token. Got it. So, uh, so the token itself, I mean, you mentioned that the incentive for holding the token is to hope that the price goes up, it appreciates in value. And I guess that applies to most if not all crypto projects but then is there is there something within the ecosystem that if more people join in or if more people are on the platform some sort of transaction utility for the token that's also going to help increase its value aside from just um pure speculation and holding yes th let me explain you how how the how this is going to play out once the network is released Okay, because Super Super Algos, okay. it's not the platform that you have already seen. That is one component. There are at least two more missing components that we are we are under that they are under development. One of these components, and it's probably going to be the core of the whole project, is the Super Algos network. What is the Super Algos network? Is it a blockchain? No. Is it, is it a smart contract platform? No. It's a, it's a different type of decentralized network, which purpose is instead of um, unstoppable money like Bitcoin or unstoppable execution like Ethereum or smart contract, it's about unstoppable coordination, right? So it's a network that allows people to coordinate themselves in a pseudonymous and censorship resistant way. What does this mean in, in relation to trading? This means that once the network is out there, uh, people will be able to have <clears throat> this platform that we already built for algo traders that produce intelligence in the forms of trading signals that are sent to this network. And there is another crowd of people, that regular crypto user, who will be able to plug with different type of apps into this network and receive these signals, right? So because of the philosophy of the project that we, we try to put all the barriers down as much as possible, even the signals this crowd, this crowd of crypto users consume, we can make it for free because we can allow the algo traders that are producing the signals to mine the tokens uh, or to consider those signals also as contributions. So the protocol itself is paying for the signals that a huge crowd of crypto users can consume for free, okay? And here I go to the point of your question, that is, what is the reason to having this token? The reason is the following. Imagine you are, you are one of these crypto users that are using one of our future or yet to be released social trading apps, okay? These social trading apps, you can think of it as like a, a Twitter-like application, but Besides posting and replying and reacting to posts of some other people, you can attach a bot, a trading bot to your profile. So if you have a trading bot attached and I have a trading bot, then my bot can follow your bot. 
and maybe your bot can follow Julian's bot, okay? And let's say Julian is an algo trader producing valuable signals. So when Julian trades or his bot trades, then your bot that is following Julian bots can copy his trade and enter into the same trade, right? And because I'm following you, then I also enter into your trade, right? So this is this is the social trading apps that are coming early next year, right? So in this context, if you can visualize it somehow like a Twitter with humans and bots, okay, where the relationship of a bot following another bot means copying their trades or taking the same positions, then there is something that needs to be or ordered or organized. What happens if, for example, you, Akash, you have a million followers or your bot has a million followers, bot followers, okay? Who is going to receive your signal first? Okay, the answer to that is the one who holds more super algos tokens. And that is important because in trading, if your, your million follower base is going to enter into your same trade, it's not the same to be the next after you than right. to be one million after you. You know, it's much more profitable if the, the next one. Okay. So essentially, there's going to be a competition uh, of all these people to get uh, the signal first. And the only mechanism is by holding more tokens than the others. Right. So that's the key of the answer of why the token should be more valuable because. Once this gets bootstrapped and people start using it and start following each other and organizing themselves using this sensory system, pseudonymous open network for organizing people, then that that would be the ultimate uh, way to drive demand on, on our token. And that's the reason everybody's contributing in present building all this stuff. Interesting. So, so I have a I have a few follow up questions to that. That's that was definitely an interesting vision to think about. So, you mentioned the applications that will be built on top of the network, which will basically be used to serve up the trading signals to users, and users can either pay for them or, if not, pay for them, then the community can pay for them, and users can use them for free. So, these applications will you guys be building them? Will the Super Algos community be building them, or will there be some other format in which you'll 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 get third-party developers onto the onto the network to build out these applications? And also, can can this data can this network plug into existing platforms to to utilize the signals, like maybe an exchange or something else? That, that's a very interesting question because you got it right. Uh, we will build the first the first social trading application. I mean, when I, I said build, we, I mean the, the Super Algos community, not me specifically, right? So the community will build this first set of applications. And, and yeah, we are going to build that. But as the network is an open network, open in this context means that it's open in the same way that Bitcoin is an open network or Ethereum is an open network. By being an open network, Bitcoin means that anybody can build a wallet. Okay, you can you can build a wallet and and, and create a new wallet, and there are thousands of wallets. Even you can create a wallet for yourself in Bitcoin, if you think about it. The same has happened in Ethereum and any other open network. So SuperAlgo is an open network, which means that the community is going to build the first social trading apps, 
but anybody can build more. And even even more, even on top of that, existing applications like crypto wallets for Bitcoin, Ethereum, or for whatever, can plug into the network and consume the signals too. That means that, for example, Trust Wallet may just plug into this open network of, of trading intelligence and consume the signals and and allow their user base to act up on that, right? And that is true for any other wallet, crypto wallet, or or whatever that makes sense. Okay. Okay. I mean, um, that was that was my first question, definitely. Um, the second thing which you mentioned in previously, and I found really interesting, was that if you have a large following base following your signals, the person who receives at the end may not be at the most advantageous position to utilize that signal in the first place because if everyone is following the same trade i'm assuming the market's going to start moving in that direction and the last person who gets to that information because of the asymmetry will will be left out so i guess i mean uh, this is something that i want to understand from you guys because you guys are in the algorithmic trading scale how big can algorithmic trading get simply because of this reason because if enough people participate into the same sort of strategy same sort of bot same same thing how how does everyone everyone benefit from it because like you said because of the informational asymmetry the person who gets to make the trade last is probably going to receive the least uh out of mm. it right yes there is an explanation for that but remember that we are what we are trying to do is to we have our network in the in the center, and on one side we have algo traders. There are people who act who actually know about trading, okay, and I, they are the one automating the trading. And on the other side, we want to provide the product to people who don't know about this. So the easiest way that we can onboard people who don't know about trading but that can benefit from trading intelligence is just asking them to do. The easiest thing that they already know what to, they already know to do in social network that is to follow or unfollow somebody, right? Let's say your sister or your mother that wouldn't know about trading probably, right? So in 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 this context, what can you ask your sister to do? Okay, just follow me, okay? Follow me because you trust me, and you still are, are going to have your own bot managing your own funds because you you might. From your bot, you you produce the, the transactions, but you follow me, and I will figure it out who to follow to get the right signal so that we can both benefit. I okay, that's on one side, but you are asking specifically how does the system figure it out for your system not to lose money? Maybe why you are making money because you're getting the signal first. Okay, so. Mm -hmm. The, the, the thing is resolved by game theory, essentially. Why? Because every, every, every people participating in this social trading network, okay, they are also going to be mining tokens with their follower base, okay? So the more followers you have, the more you, you mine tokens from the specific pool of incentives for influencers or however we call them in the end, right? So that means that you have an incentive to have as many followers as you can in that network, okay? So that means that you're going to fine tune your, your trading bot 
not only to make you profit, but also to make all your followers profit. Because if, if you don't do that and you burn your followers and you only make profit or, or the first 500,000, okay, and the other 500,000 lose money, guess what is going to happen by game theory? They're just going to remove your follow the following right. and they're going to follow somebody else because nobody wants to make money. So essentially what we are doing is to put a huge crowd of people to self-organize themselves, okay? with the only thing that they probably know how to do, that is follow or unfollow somebody else and trying to not uh, burn their own capital, right? So it's, mm -hmm. it should be self-organizing entity on this side. And because of that and that game theory, we expect that in the end, it's, it's never going to be static either, okay? Because all people will be following and unfollowing others until they feel that they are earning more money over time that they want the, the situation when they are they are losing right so mm. yeah more or less for, a, a yeah. good a good way to visualize the the project as a and and see what we're doing we have uh, like three distinct outs there is one crowd first which is the the people that is developing the project in terms of code and in terms of project development in general. Uh, this crowd is incentivized with the Super Algos token. So every, every all the value that people add to the project, you get tokens for that. Then you have a second crowd, which is Algos-based users, the user base of the Super Algos platform, which is the first piece of software that we created. This crowd is using the software, which is free and open source, to create trading intelligence from the, for themselves, right? At the same time, the project will incentivize this crowd to participate in the open network and broadcast the signals of the bots. So this crowd will also be earning tokens for... And then you have the third crowd, which is crypto users, who are going to be using the social trading apps. and like Liz was explaining, this crowd will be able to use the apps for free and consume the trading signals for free because the signal for. So their only job is to the trading intelligence that is available in the network. So by following and unfollowing uh, and different people, they will be able to find what works for them and what doesn't. So that's the mm -hmm. overview of of how the whole ecosystem is organized you have these three crowds and they are, everyone wins so the the network and the project is not extracting value from any uh, of these crowds instead each of the crowds are creating value right so so if i had to maybe give it a parallel to the current system of quantitative trading especially like if you look at equities market which is arguably a much bigger and mature market for algo trading can i think of super algos as something like a decentralized trading view where people can come and put in their strategies build their followership and then you also have that element of automatically following these strategies that are put on it so something like a trading view type of a platform um, what, what I would argue is that we are opening a new space, okay? Um, and the space is of decentralized trading, essentially. Um, 
like Ethereum opened the space of DeFi and all, all, all these new industries that were born out of decentralized execution, okay? We are pioneering a decentralized trade. And, by the, and the properties of this space is people trading from their own devices, can be your phone, can be your computer, your server, your hosted server. Uh, holding your asset by yourself uh, means on a centralized exchange, but you hold your, the keys. So essentially the, the property would be no counterparty risk. Okay, You don't have to trust the trading views, the e-toros of the world or whichever other company. And, <clears throat> but <clears throat> at the same time, you can coordinate yourself with other traders. And that is the power that Super Algos is, is, is bringing and pioneering, okay? How, think that, <clears throat> for example, in terms of coordination, what, what have we seen until today? We, well, we had, for example, the case of uh, Elon Musk, coordinating people via Twitter directly or indirectly for trading his Dogecoin, right? Um, but that is not so efficient because maybe you're you're sleeping while at the other side of the world while Elon Musk is tweeting, right? Um, so this is automated coordination. So th there is another property, how you coordinate people in an automated way without counterparty risk. Another example of this is what happened with Wall Street, Wall Street bets, right? A, a Reddit forum coordinating 3 million people to enter the same trade over the course of three weeks, but not over uh, a censorship-resistant platform. That's why somebody called Robinhood and said, shut it down, okay? And also because a forum is not a very efficient way of coordinating people. It took one, one two, three weeks while all this was happening, right? So uh, replace Reddit as, a, as, as the medium or replace the Twitter uh, and replace it by a peer-to-peer -peer network and automated bots. So the three weeks or one or two days that Elon Musk influenced people to buy in Dodge, replace it by one minute. Okay, imagine three million people taking the same trade in one minute, no matter if you are sleeping or not, or removing all the psychological aspect of this, okay? Over a peer-to-peer -peer network that is not only censorship resistant, but also is pseudonymous. That means that if I am part of the crowd being coordinated, nobody can know that I am part of the crowd, potentially, right? Yeah. So now no, nobody at the exchange, what I'm trading, nobody can say, hey, you are entering into a trade because you are part of this huge crowd that is making a lot, a lot of noise entering into the same trade. No, because this, the network is not going to provide you with information of, I mean, you will see us in, in any pseudonymous peer-to-peer uh, -peer system like blockchain, uh, obviously you will see the accounts and all this stuff, but from there not necessarily you can prove who is being coordinated. So it's a new it's a new space, essentially. It's not like the decentralized version of eToro or TradingView. It's much more than that. It's, it's really a new space that it will develop a new industry 
where censorship system coordination uh, start mm -hmm. uh, taking use cases, right? Interesting. So, and um, Akash, uh, you, yeah. you, you also pointed to that in the beginning with your question when you pointed uh, if this network uh, would be open, right? So in that sense, it, the, there is an important aspect of the decentralized network is exactly that, that people and companies and everyone will be able to create applications to consume the intelligence that is broadcasted over the network. And another thing that is important to clarify, I don't know if it was clear until now, is that people, users of the social trading apps, are trading from within their own account changes and also at the exchange of their choice. So we're talking about the network that is trading on virtually every crypto exchange uh, and, uh, and from the accounts of each user, right? So there is no no third party involved or no, yeah, no intermediaries. Got it, got it. So um, it's interesting that you mentioned that people and companies onto the network. So what I wanted to understand a little bit more about this is that, is there is there a plan on the roadmap to even institutional level players in the uh, quantitative trading space to be on the network. And why I'm asking that is because so far what you've described is the type of strategy that retail traders might want to get into because uh, wisdom of the crowd type of thing, uh, the larger players, the whales with the bigger capital who like sort of have the ability to themselves get a lot would maybe want to steer away from a platform like this to you know not share the alpha that, that they find out. So is this something that's, is this network something that's focused mainly on retail and people who are new to bot trading or just trying to get into it? Well, the, the network is agnostic of who is using it in the same way that Bitcoin network is agnostic. If you are an institutional investor and have thousands of Bitcoin, for the Bitcoin network, it's the same that if you have one Satoshi, right? So everybody has the same opportunity. Of course, the, the the tools that we are providing will benefit in the first stage, most likely small people. And it's going to, and they are intended by the way, to, to level the field so that they can, they can act together uh, against the perceived whales or, or, or have more, more strength, let's say. Essentially, SuperAlgo makes you smarter, faster, right? And, and that is something that every, every small trader needs because they are naturally in disadvantage while they are at the, at the market, when at the same time there are people or institutions much, much well-founded with much more technology. And essentially, SuperAlgo is a way for people with the platform for algo traders, if they get to learn it and, and to use it, they get all these tools that levels the field a lot. And with the peer-to-peer -peer network, they even can coordinate themselves. Okay, so it's a huge amount of uh, of power there when you put a lot of people together. Okay, we are talking that there is no limit, even in amount of people, it can be millions of people acting together. This is really unprecedented. Never, never been possible in, in, in history of humanity, right? Mm -hmm. So it's very, might be very disruptive, even disruptive at the concept of trading itself, 
Because what happened when 100 million people act together in a, in a span of two, three minutes, okay? Basically, the community comes its own and gets to, gets to dictate the market, just like the bigger players, right? Exactly. If you go back to the model of the three crowds, you will see that the the main or one of the fundamental aspects super algos is that it creates an ecosystem in which uh, retail people or individuals in general can come together to be stronger right so the first crowd gets developers entrepreneurs marketing people uh, content creators communications people everything together to create the project right so by by joining forces people are able to create what is today the 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 most sophisticated trading uh, automation platform that there is out there on on the other side you have algo traders so the people that create if you go to the community groups and stuff you'll see how people are sharing intelligence all the time they're partnering to create new indicators traders are partnering with developers so that they can produce sophisticated data analysis and stuff like that and then create structures together too so there is this collaboration all the time and that is the main benefit for for retail traders because you are competing in the market you're competing with everyone else and you're competing with institutions all the time and these institutions have a certain capacity for deep collective intelligence from the resources that they can hire right so the mm -hmm. only way for for traders to compete with the level of intelligence that can be produced in an investment firm is by joining forces with other people and right. if you can join forces not just with other traders but also with developers and with business people and with analysts and with data scientists and with machine learning special stuff then you really start developing a collective intelligence that can actually compete in the but at the same time at the same time when you expose all of this intelligence openly you're also giving space for institutions to come in and monitor what is happening on the network and what we so it's true also point institutions will be closely looking and listening and even participating or two or maybe even counter trading against the exactly against what the network's doing so that could be a that could be a major risk in my mind so um that's i mean it's it's super interesting everything that you described so for the audience that might be listening to this episode today um how how can they get started with this project how can they get started with the platform is there anything they can sign up on what do they need to know to have to get started right now well, the best thing is to come and join the project and contribute however they can, because it, it makes sense. If if you're going to be trading alone manually, you're really in a very disadvantaged position. You know, many people say this situation on, on the what happened with El Salvador, the country that adopted Bitcoin as second tender. Many people is commenting that Salvador doesn't have Harvard professors or MIT professors or uh, highly qualified people and in their own country. You know, it's, it's a small country in Central America. But by adopting Bitcoin, they have all these people and much more, like very clever people all around the world, working for them. 
And this is very important because this is the same thing that is happening here. When you, when, when a friend of yours, your, your mother, your sister enters the market to try to try to make a good trade for them. Okay. They don't have a machine learning uh, engineers, data scientists, and top developers uh, helping her, right? But once you join Superalgos, you are in the same position than the Salvador, because now you have a lot of people working for you for free, okay? They are working for you for free. So the only thing you need to get into your mind is stop sacrificing your, your capital in the markets alone, okay? Come and join us and let all these people, and just by joining the community, just by contributing in whatever way you can, there's always a way to contribute. We can go into the details of that. But mm -hmm. just by joining, you are having a lot of people that is a growing community of very talented people working for you for free. So once you go to the market, you go much more prepared that, that doing it alone, okay? That's a key, really very important thing to understand here. Right. I think that was, that it, was an excellent, sorry, yeah, go ahead. No, sorry, I was, was going to add that even for top minds, uh, imagine you're, you're a very accomplished trader and you're trading on your own. There will come a which you will be in a disadvantage compared to the Super Algos community too, even if you're good. I mean, it, it doesn't need to be someone that doesn't know much. Even if you're a specialist, you will still be at a dis disadvantage compared to the collective intelligence that can be produced in an open network. I think um, what, what Luis explained about leveraging on external intelligence without ever having to ever having to cultivate it yourself with the uh, El Salvador example summarizes this the best uh, if the audience wants to get it. And yeah, I think that's that's an excellent way to describe this. And I'm super excited to, you know, check this product out a little bit more and see what the future holds for this. So um, I guess this would be my final question before before I let you guys go. What are your guys' views on the current quantitative trading market, especially with respect to crypto? So like personally, I'm seeing a lot of platforms that that allow the community to build their own micro bots and a similar model where uh, successful bots can be signaled to the top and people can put money uh, uh, following into those bot strategies. So how, do, how does Super Algos disrupt that aside from uh, doing that in on a decentralized platform instead of a centralized platform? Well, it's you have to think it at a business model level. Uh, how does Wikipedia disrupt all the other encyclopedias that were running for a thousand years? Well, because Wikipedia managed to crowdsource the editing of the encyclopedia between 250,000 people that works for free. So how do you compete with a company that, or, or a project that have a crowd of people that is working for free? Okay. So all the other platforms are about extracting value from the users they have. So that's why they put fees for, for profits or fee for this or fee for that. Okay. But how do you compete with a, with an open source project 
that also have a growing crowd. We don't have 250,000 algo traders now, but we might have it in the future, okay? That they are work, working for you for free, like Wikipedia editors, right? So <laughs> how do you compete when you have to charge your users? And here the software is free and the signals are free and the signals come out of the competition of a crowd of very clever people, okay? So the disruption comes at the business model level and, and we took it to the extreme where our business model cannot be disrupted further because mm -hmm. it's already free, okay? And once we already have the crowd that we are in the process of growing it today, then in this, we will be in the same position of Wikipedia. You cannot go and remove Wikipedia of the number one position in this category because probably there is nothing you can do already okay you cannot disrupt it further okay? correct i think the yeah. only thing that can maybe compete with this um this network or the wikipedia example that you gave is trust so i think trust is going to be a fundamental challenge to build within this platform and as is for wikipedia as well and the only way this can be disrupted is to have maybe a just same exact network but with a higher trustworthiness so yeah i think as long as the super algos community can nail the trustworthiness part uh, you're right it, it, it seems like it, it's a no-brainer so yeah thank you thank you julian and Luis for giving us your time and taking time to explain what you guys do and giving us a lot of insights on the network that you're building and quantitative trading in general. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us here today. Well, appreciate that.